Yes. Episode number 50. One. 51? 52? No, 50, 51. 51. 51. And it's been three weeks. Long time. No, two weeks. No, three. You sure? This is week three. Uh, oh, I think I'm... I can't remember. Yeah. 51. So, if you're not interested in guitar We have our guitars with us today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to be stupid. And don't, if you're a, an experienced guitar player, don't make fun of us because we suck. Or any musical knowledge whatsoever. Yeah. It'll be out of tune and the wrong key, but it's okay. Yeah. So the first 10 minutes of this episode, we're going to talk about how we've miserably failed <laughs> <laughs> at trying to record uh, our own guitar intro yes. for the show. Yeah. We yeah. talked about it three weeks ago now, and uh, we have nothing. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't think we will ever have anything. <laughs> But uh, uh, we have to replace this freaking loyalty-free, roy- royalty, royalty-free, <laughs> stupid thing we use, right? I wrote one and you didn't like it, so. Did you really? Yeah. No, you're full of it. Yeah, absolutely. It sucked, though. I know it sucked, but it's, I'm a terrible guitar player, so what do you want me to say? Uh, well, my, all the ones I've attempted sucked, so what can I say? Hmm, not huh? easy. Not easy. You should play the one you, you sent me last night. That one was good. Uh, I don't know that I can. I can try. Yeah, why not? Wing it. I don't know. That, I think I forgot. Nah. But, like, okay, here we go. This is our intro. Ready? Uh-huh. All right. Enough of that. That's our yeah. intro. It's terrible. Royalty free. Okay, but... It's shitty. So. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, you got your guitar. Where's yours? It's a cheapo. No, you start. You start. No, no, uh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Come on. This, will be all, this is going to be so awesome because this is going to suck so bad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let me unmute your guitar here. Boom. You're good to go. So just for reference, this is a, uh, a $43 Squire. No. It's, uh, Stratocaster. It, it's a cheap one. It's $150. Bucks. I got it for my... Uh, But it's nice. It's nice. It's nice. Huh? It's nice. Wow. What kind of tone do you have? It's called Super Live Album. Super Live. All right, so all right, give us a rendition of like what you think the intro should be. Are you ready? <laughs> Tune to this. <laughs> That's all you need. E-Power Chord, done. Really? Yeah. Your turn. No way, dude. Come on. I can't play anything. I can't either. I suck. It's your turn. Uh, for the record, Kyle's only been playing for like, what, two months? Yeah. No. Two years. Not much. Your turn now. You've been How long have you been for playing like, for? Um, Seriously, guitar. On, How long? I don't know. Two years consistently for like maybe four months. Yeah. I've been playing for what, a month and a half? No, like six years. I don't know. Let's do like... <laughs> Can't even ring the chords. That's uh, that's that song's probably copyrighted by now. <laughs> that song is copyrighted. But what, what about this one? Definitely copyrighted, 100%. Okay, what about uh, do the other one? The other one. Definitely copyrighted. That's copyrighted, 100%. Uh, but but if we're a cover band, then the copyright does not apply to us, does it? Pretty sure it does. What about this? One? Copyrighted. You sure? Yeah. 
Maybe, maybe it's not copyright if you change the name, though. Okay, what about like... Uh... I don't know. I can't even play because my headset cord, it's... I think I think my headset cord is interfering with my uh, strumming hand. This is terrible. I think we can get around the copyright if we just change the name of the song. Uh, how about this? I don't know. I just I'm just trying to pull shit out of my butt, and I can't. <laughs> uh, what if we change the name? So like. Yes. Okay. Ready. Instead yeah. of still of the night, it's still of the night fly. Still of the night fly. See. Maybe we change it so like it's like. Same thing. You just admit. Cut a chord. Just cut a chord. Or go like. <laughs> No? Just do a jam in A minor. Just do a jam in A minor. I can't. I don't even know if it sounds good in recording. Is it? Can you even hear it through the mic? Yeah, through that's the... good. Oh, that's loud. Listeners who play guitar are cringing oh, they're, so hard. They're, right now. they're laughing their ass off yeah, right now. They're cringing. But dude, hard. you're looking at a dude that's playing for six weeks, seven weeks. I've been playing for seven weeks. Yeah, you're doing good. Seven weeks. Uh -huh. That's it. But uh, we need something cool and original. How do we do that? It's not easy. All right, your turn. Still the night flight. <laughs> Still the night fly, yeah, but you gotta change it. You gotta change it. There you go, change it. No, it's change my change worse. the hell out of it. Change it. Change it, change it, change it a lot. Go like uh instead of going like just change it, change it to E, so Something super stupid like. Or what about this? Dude, that will work. What about that? What about that? There you go. There you go. That's it. That would do it. What we need to do is like. Yeah. 
Adventure Mode. There you go. There you go. What about that one? What about this one? <laughs> I don't know. So what we need to do is, listen, seriously, we need to come up with like five each. Five each. In the next two to three months. Five each. And then we do another episode and we play the five each. And then we subject it to a vote. How about that? Okay. How about that? Okay. What do you think? Yeah, but this means I gotta buy a new guitar, a new amp, a new computer, what? new strings. Because it's for work now. So you need high quality materials. Can we do that one? Yeah, keep going. I can't. Is that the only song we know? <laughs> no way. Anyway. Team manager, very like happy right there. <laughs> Is this copyrighted? we suck it's okay yeah if anybody plays guitar i'm sure they're uh they feel pretty bad right now huh it's okay what do you think it's okay we enjoy it anyway today's episode is nitro nitro is it dead or alive is nitro dead or alive yeah i think it's dead yeah i think it died a long time ago no it's still alive and well and thriving yeah, okay. And it is. Yeah. 
But before we talk about this Nitro stuff or anything else, so what are we going to do with this freaking intro? Just give up on it? No, we're going to make it happen. It's just not going to be anything until January. Because the thing is, like, people have been kind enough to, like, been willing to record some for us. Like, like people that know what they're doing. Yes. But I feel like it has to be us, even if it's shitty and right. terrible, right? Right. Like, I, I think it's more personal if it's a little bit out of tune, if the G-string is just a little bit flat. Yeah, I think I think it has to be done by us. It really does. No offense to anybody. Like, we really appreciate you guys, like, willing to, like, record something for us. It's amazing. Yeah. But... Again, I think it has to be us because, like, it, it gives that personal sucking touch to the whole thing, right? <laughs> the podcast sucks, the intro sucks, we suck. <laughs> so it's great. It's awesome. Anyway, um, <laughs> what have you been up to, dude, <laughs> other than sucking on guitar? <laughs> well, uh, two, possibly three weeks have passed now. Um, just been flying more. Uh, kind of, we talked about motivation a couple weeks back. Yeah. And I got bit by the flying bug again. So I'm really, really enjoying flying again. Oh that. my God. You're more nowadays. so full of it. Can you just way. listen? Thank you. Yeah. I am enjoying flying more now. Uh, I've been doing that more often. Um, going to go after work today and go fly. <laughs> if you want to join me, you're more than welcome to. I know you oh don't like God. flying anymore, but. Um, no, I, I, I've also been getting the bug back, but I had a drawback. Last weekend. Uh, mm-hmm. uh-huh. You want to talk about it? No. Okay. And then um, Olivia was here. My girlfriend was here for about a week. So it was cool to spend some time with her. Uh, disconnect from flying, even though I was disconnected for the last <laughs> several months. But <laughs> uh, it was great to hang out with her and see her again. So just kind of been uh, getting back in the swing of things. Mm-hmm. Doing some stuff at work. Things that we're not quite ready to announce. Some things coming up soon. But uh, just kind of trying to keep what busy. What is it? No. Uh, no. Yeah. What? The other thing? Hmm. No idea. You know what I'm talking about. I just can't tell you right now because everyone will hear it. <gasps> Never mind. Uh, oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Early November. Yeah. It's like next week. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's not what I meant, but that too. Okay, keep going. Your turn. Uh, yes. I was extremely unmotivated. <laughs> uh, extremely. Started off with a banger. There no, I was. I was. I was. But, um... I had some issues, don't want to talk about it, but I had some issues with uh, equipment, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. that kind of sets you back, makes you feel like you just, I don't know, just kind of lose confidence. Sure. And uh, and then, you know, as I already said it on, in the podcast before, went on vacation, so I was more in the motorcycle riding mood than the helicopter flying mood, mm-hmm. and uh, then got back home, and, and uh, you know, I don't know, we just kind of got busy and off and on, I don't know, it's just... just wasn't motivated. We talked sure, about it. Sure. But this last weekend, you, the last week, you converted my Kraken mm-hmm. into a nitro machine. I did. Yeah. yeah. And we're going to get to talk about nitro. But you did that. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I tried to fly it in the backyard and I was terrified. So mm-hmm. I had you fly the tank. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I just didn't feel comfortable. But then we went to Torches Saturday and I flew it a few times and I started getting. Pretty motivated. Yeah. So you were yeah. having fun. You were like doing like you'd like land and come back and fuel and then do it again. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. It was cool. It was cool. I was having fun with it. I was having a lot of fun with it. Yeah. The one thing I hate is the freaking the nitro everywhere. But anyway, we're gonna talk about that later. But no, I was really enjoying it and yeah. uh, uh, had a little issue that had to be taken care of. So I'm looking forward to flying it again. Hopefully this week. Yep. Maybe today. The solution has arrived. Maybe so today. Maybe tomorrow. I don't know. Work on that. Yeah. So, yeah, and other than that, that's it. I haven't been doing anything new. Just just 
It's kind old of stuff. like relax mode right now, right? Because yeah. the busy season slowed down. So yeah, this is this is such a slow month for us. It's like yeah. there's really nothing much to do. So uh, shame on ourselves for not doing more podcasts. But you know, when you don't have a whole lot going on in the helicopter world, it's not only not only slow time for us as a business, but also slow time for us as like modelers, really. So there's really not a whole lot to talk about, right? Well, we've also kind of been busy working on a side project, not side yeah. project, but within the industry where it's, we're yeah. not, we can't talk about it and we don't want to like put it out just yet. So Yeah, yeah, but it's not, it's, it's not, not really big, anything that affects anybody. It's more like behind for, the scenes. Yeah, yeah, behind the scenes. But stuff. it takes time. So. Yeah, yeah. So, cool. So, um... I'm excited about the nitro though. I'm really, I'm really excited about it because um, nitro is a dime breed, isn't it? Mm-hmm. What do you have to say about that? I think nitro is dead. Um, it's. I think it's not dying, but it's diminished from where it was, and it's plateaued a little bit. So, like, what I mean is, like, back, like, pre-2011, that's all anyone flew was nitro. You get, yeah, like, the small electric, like, TRX 450s and 500s. But I'd say once about 2010, 2011 hit is when ESCs became more reliable, motors are more reliable and more powerful, and batteries were easily accessible and cheaper. So it just made way more sense. You had more power for three minutes, and it actually worked. Yeah. So that's why electric really took over, and it was, you know, cleaner and... You know, you spend 200 bucks on a stick pack and it works for more than six flights like a gallon of fuel does. So it just yeah. like, it just kind of, in a way, made more sense. And it really took over. Right? Well, and there was, there was even if, if you go way back to prior to 08, 09, 07, 08, uh, the only option was nitro, really. I mean, yeah. Align, I think, is the first company that released the, the, the first commercially popular electric helicopter, which was the original... T-Rex, I'm talking large machines. I'm not talking 450 size. Mm. 450s were popular before then. Mm. You know, there were other companies like Sentry and uh, Shogun, which was, I guess, Gowie, basically. You know, doing tiny little micros with little Mm. nightcats and small lipos that, whatever. Mm. But Logo, you know, Mikado was doing electrics Mm -hmm. way back in the day. Mm The Logo 10, Mm -hmm. which... I flew that back in the day. Yeah, yeah. and the logo, and that was like five fifty blades, I think, and then the logo fourteen, which then later became the logo six hundred, and they called it the ten or the fourteen because they were running on ten or fourteen cells, like Nikat or Nickel. Yeah, not lipos. Not lipos. Yeah, yeah. but none of them were really mainstream popular until Align released the T Rex six hundred, which Alan Zabel, Danny Zabel, Mark. I think even Nick Maxwell, they flew it at XFC 2006. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were flying on 6S batteries and trying to stretch them to a four-minute flight. Yeah. They were struggling to make it. But still, though, yeah. that was like the revolution of yeah. electric, large electric machines. That was like the first mm-hmm. machine that was not just a a, 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 a micro mm-hmm. that was that became mainstream that everybody started to buy. Yeah, final success packs. And the technology was way different back then because there was no built-in governor mode. It was just a flat curve. Whatever it was oh, yeah. is what you got. Yeah. Uh, no fly barless. It was all fly bar. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, like you said, it was just like a success pack, and the packs but, had a very low C rating. I think it was probably like twenty C at most. Yeah. But that was the beginning of the end of nitro. Correct. Like, and I don't mean to say the end of nitro because it's still around, but that was the beginning of the. The nitro decline because it was the be- it was the beginning of the end of nitro being mainstream. Correct, because yeah. 
Like, even to this day, why would you have a nitro helicopter unless you're really a nitro mm-hmm. enthusiast mm-hmm. when you can... It's cheaper to fly electric. We'll get into that. Yeah, but, yeah there's yeah. a lot to get into. But, like, yeah, I would say that the transition really hit hard around 2009, 2010, 2011. That's mm-hmm. when competitions like XFC and, I guess, 3D Masters at the time, the majority of the pilots are no longer flying nitro. They're mm-hmm. all flying electric. I mm-hmm. remember 2011 or 2010 is when I started flying electric only instead of instead of nitro machines. It was still fly bar back then. So yeah. that's just when things started to take over. And it's just been... Mm-hmm getting more and more progressively electric based ever since with fly barless and stronger batteries and better motors and you know this that and the other electric has really really begun to take over and esc has got a lot better remember back in the day a certain brand would catch fire uh quite consistently yeah and those are kind of a thing of the past definitely so and the cost the cost like back in the day the batteries were really really expensive really expensive yeah and you don't have to go too far back in time, but like 10 years ago, <clears throat> back in the late 2000s, like 08 or 09, the batteries were the late, the late 2000s. That, like, that sounds weird, but yeah, yeah. 2008, oh. 9, 2010, the batteries were still quite expensive. Yeah. The nitro was cheap. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think it went through a phase where it increased in price, but I remember like 2005, 2006, I could buy a gallon of nitro from the local hobby shop for like, I think it was like twelve or fifteen dollars. It was really cheap, right? So the nitro started to go up. The batteries started to go down. Mm-hmm. So it used to be that you could buy it like it was cheaper to fly nitro because, like, when you did the math, you literally got more flights bang for your buck. Mm-hmm. But then the batteries started to go down in price, and nowadays the batteries are so good and reliable that unless you crash them and mm-hmm. you destroy them, mm-hmm. you can easily get 150 flights out of a battery if you don't abuse them and you take care of them, even right. 200, right. depending on how you t- you know how well you can you you you, you take care of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but nitro is more and more expensive. How much is a gallon nowadays? Depending um, on the pl- in the place, but and depending on where you're from, but i mean 30 50 40 i remember i mean sometime early last year i went to the local hog shop uh to try and just get one gallon of byron fuels and he's like dude i hate to do this to you but it's gonna be like 55 bucks <laughs> it was like 55 dollars for uh one gallon of byron's road rage and i looked up on aiming and if you want to get one case this is four gallons of byron fuels it's 170 dollars just for the fuel you still have to pay shipping and hazmat fees on top of that. How much you get? 170 for uh, a case of fuel. Four gallons. Yeah. It's a lot. It's That's a lot. 40, 250 yeah. a gallon. Right. And you were paying, what, 20 back in the day? Oh, I I, I got fuel for as low as, as low as, like I said, 12 to $15 a gallon. Yeah, so it's gone yeah. up significantly. But it's gone up because... The, the demand is a lot lower now. There's not many, as many people flying nitro. There's still the hardcore people out there that only fly nitro, but I don't know. But just to kind of bring some positivity, I feel like nitro is kind of making a comeback a little bit in a way. Like when we go to events, I see a lot more nitro in the past two years than we did probably in 2013, 2014, I would say. Yeah, but I mean, I think what's different now is that back in the day, you had to do nitro and that's the only choice you have. Now you have other choices and most people go for electric because it's easier, simpler and less expensive. But and cleaner. But nitro is still unique and yeah. there's still a market for it, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think it's ever going away. But to put it in perspective, like you can go, um, I know that, I mean, you're sponsored by OptiPower and I'm sponsored by Pulse. And I know OptiPower is a little bit more money, mm-hmm. but you can buy 
uh, I think it's a, a 12S Pulse battery, uh, like a stick pack. Um, for like 220 or something? Uh, for about, no, it's, it. well, it depends on if you want to settle for 45C or 65C. Mm. But a 45C, which is what I fly, I don't, I don't think there's... A, no need. No. Um, it's 275 and that's full price. And really nobody pays that because, you know, there's always 10% discount here or a holiday sale or yep. whatever. So say more or less about 250 bucks. Mm-hmm. Well, if you get if you get 200 flights out of that battery, which you could. I mean, granted, you're going to you could crash. You, you know, you could destroy that battery or whatever. But if you say you get 200 flights, it's a dollar 25 a flight, okay? Right. If you buy a gallon of fuel for $40 and you only get like eight flights, then you're paying seven or eight flights, you're paying $5 a flight. Yeah. So it's literally four plus times more expensive to fly the nitro. It really is. Yeah. When you is. do the math that way. It is. Well, did you consider flight time? Because one flight time on nitro is about two flights for electric. True, true. I mean, it's, yeah, but it's still more expensive. For sure, yeah. Like, even if you were to only get 150 flights out of that battery that you paid $274, like, even let's do the perfect math. 275, you're paying full retail for that battery, and you get 150 flights. It's a dollar 83 a flight. Mm-hmm. Okay, but you get a gallon. Say you got lucky and you got a gallon of fuel for 35 dollars, and you only get seven and a half flights. That's 4.6 dollars a flight. Now, granted, the flights are not twice as long. It depends on your flying style. Sure. If you're a sport pilot, you're going to get four minutes out of a battery. Sure. You're going to get. Seven, maybe let's say it's double, right? Mm, sure. But even a double that price, dude. Like if you if you pay thirty five dollars for a gallon, which is kind of unrealistic because they're more than that nowadays. But thirty five dollars a gallon and seven and a half flights for a seven hundred class machine is pretty fairly accurate. Mm-hmm. It's four point six six dollars a flight. You divide that in, in half because you get let's let's say hypothetically speaking you get twice the number of flights mm-hmm. is 2.33 dollars a flight two dollars 33 cents a flight and that lipo at 275 if you get 150 flights which you could get more it's a dollar 80 a flight so it's it's still different no matter how you look at it it's sure. always cheaper to do electric sure not to mention the extra expense of like the the maintenance and the parts you gotta buy for your engines constantly and the rings and the bearings and you know, but but sounds very negative. But nitro has like something unique to it that electrics don't have, right? Well, that's another thing is you mentioned like engine maintenance. Now, for me personally, I just kind of like working on stuff. So when it comes time to work on an engine, I kind of get a kick out of it. Like look at seeing how the engine works and. Changing, I mean, changing a bearing is a pain in the butt. But changing, like, the ring or just doing any sort of work on an engine is, I think, is kind of cool. It's way more exciting than soldering a bullet connector on a freaking battery. I can tell you that much. Yeah. So, sure. I mean, that part of it's kind of fun. But I don't I don't know. I mean, it, it's just, it flies, I think, totally different. I think it's way more forgiving as far as cyclic feels. And it's a great it's, tool to learn. It's more forgiving with cyclic. It's a lot less forgiving overall. Correct. Correct. I think like it requires a lot more. It requires a lot more yes. collective pitch pitch yes. management. Yeah, for sure. I hundred percent attribute to my decent collective management to my dad starting me out on thirties and fifty size nitros with fly bar. Because if you couldn't manage a collective on that, then you were never going to be able to fly. 
So mm-hmm. I see like people who start out now with 700 size electric with all the power in the world and they can just jam the collector wherever they want and it goes. And then they pick up a nitro. This thing has no power. Well, no, it has power. You just got to learn how to use it. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you agree? Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Absolutely. It's no crazy. No it's crazy. No but let's just talk about like what nitros have come out or coming out recently. Because right, before we talk about that, what? hold on. We need a we need a shameless plug. Halloween sale, man. Oh, Come on. Okay. You it missed starts, it. It starts tomorrow. Yeah, Halloween sale starts tomorrow, Thursday. Mm-hmm. Thursday, October thirty first, Halloween day. Starts tomorrow mm-hmm. and Sunday. Mm-hmm. All the way through midnight eleven fifty nine PM on Sunday. So ten percent off everything. Fifteen percent off BK Servo and Switch. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing is if it's not in stock, which we understand some items are not in stock, is we're getting ready for Black Friday. We've had these huge orders with our vendors. So some of the stuff is run out of stock mm-hmm. in preparation for the next shipment. Mm-hmm. If it's not in stock, you still can order it and get that 15% discount. Mm-hmm. And we'll ship it to you upon arrival. Mm-hmm. And we have uh, some big orders arriving as early as uh, November 10th or something like that. Like. Yeah. Uh, before the middle of November. So um, you can order it. You can have it delivered to you as soon as it arrives. So you can guarantee your spot in line mm-hmm. and you still can get the 15% off, which is really, really cool. Yeah, that applies for the, the BK servos. And then if you want to back order SCB kits, you're more than welcome. And uh, those are what, 10% on the kits? 10% off, yeah. Yep. But we should have most of the kits in stock, I think. Most okay. kits are in stock. Should, yeah. but God yeah. forbid. You know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's it for Halloween sale. Um, plug. You have another shameless plug? We're going to get into it. The bingo, man. We needed to, to hold on. Before we talk about these Nitro <laughs> models coming out, the bingo, dude. The bingo. We'll talk about the bingo because people are messing the bingo up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if people really understand what we were going with here. Or, really? and we but have it's one easy. person. It's a vertical row and a horizontal row. Or well, a horizontal, a vertical row or horizontal column. Or the other way around. We've had people not understand what we're going for and not understand how to play bingo itself. Um, we had someone ask if they could move one of the images to somewhere else. No, you cannot move the images. Can we move the free space? No, you cannot. <laughs> the free space is there and it qualifies as a valid image. Correct. If there is a row or a column that overlaps that free space that goes through the free space but if you're if you have four images at the bottom of the bingo going horizontally at the very bottom of your board Mm -hmm. no you cannot take that spot that's in dead middle and move it to the bottom right (laughs) doesn't work the bottom left no doesn't work that way you gotta wait until you get a perfect five picture row horizontal row or vertical so anyway for all of you guys that don't have a clue what we're talking about we've been running this contest we call it the bk bingo so it's like any other bingo game but we're doing it with helicopter related images um and we're posting these images on our facebook and instagram pages if you go to facebook.com slash the bk official right mm-hmm. is that our address i believe so yeah facebook.com slash the bk official that'll take you to our official bk hobbies facebook page mm-hmm. the very top post uh has a link to a video where i explained a bingo game a little bit better and it also has a link to the registration page so all you have to do is go to that registration page download a bingo card or bingo board we use the term card or board mm-hmm. uh, interchangeably is the same thing and then you you fill that registration form 
and that registers you automatically on mm -hmm. that bingo game. Yep. And then all you have to do is keep coming back to Facebook or Instagram every day. We're posting images randomly on a daily basis. Sometimes we skip a day. Sometimes we don't. Mm -hmm. uh, that's the beauty of it is it's, uh, that you guys have to check for it. Right. But there's only five cards and hundreds of players. So there's going to be more than one winner. So the actual winner is the person who posts the word bingo mm -hmm. on that post on, on the post that on the post that reveals the image that gives you mm -hmm. that allows you to complete the vertical or horizontal row yes so with regular bingo i think even diagonal rows diagonal lines are allowed whatever on our board you have to complete all five Im images up and down like in a perfect vertical uh, line mm -hmm. or horizontal line mm -hmm. and if you complete that you have bingo and if right. you have bingo you have to go to that post where you saw that last image that gave you that bingo and post the word bingo if you do that you're a first place winner mm -hmm. if you're the second one to do that you're second place if you're mm -hmm. the third one you're third place mm -hmm. and the prizes are pretty cool dude yeah first place is a goblin thundersport 700 yeah, a kit a freaking 700 a class machine yes yeah. Second place is an X Nova XTS forty five twenty five five thirty. Yeah, that's like another like, like a, first one is like a seven hundred dollar value. Yeah. Second one is like a what four hundred dollar value plus. Motor, yeah. yeah. And third is a set of cyclic servos, the Kyle Stacy edition, just a cyclic snow tail. Three hundred and fifty dollar value. Yes. So we're talking fifteen hundred dollars worth of prices. Yep. No purchase necessary. There's nothing you need to do. You don't have to come to bkhobbies.com and buy anything. Mm -mm. All you got to do is play the game. Just play bingo. Isn't that like ridiculous? Just stay tuned. Why, to our, why are we doing this? Our Facebook or Instagram <laughs> page. Yeah. All right. Shameless plug done. Yes. Mm -hmm. Where were we at? We're talking about nitro models that are coming out or have already come out. Recently. A lot of them. A lot of A them. A lot. This is what I think is really cool. So props to all these manufacturers for putting in the time, money, and effort to come out with a model that is a, a smaller sector of the entire RC helicopter industry. Yeah, I know. Because no yeah. it's it's not easy, but it's easier to come out with an electric helicopter. The sales are going to be higher because everyone flies electric, but not yeah. everyone flies nitro. Yeah. So stuff recently has been like the Synergy, the five five six nitro, great machine. Uh, the the nitro Diablo from Minicopter. Yep. Another solid machine. Gowie is about to release a six hundred size nitro. Oxy is about to release a six hundred size nitro as well. The Mikado Glogo that came out about a year ago, about but a year ago, yeah. it's still pretty relevant. And then soon, the Kraken. Conversion kit. Nitro conversion kit. Now, what about Synergy? The, is, didn't Matt release a 700 class Nitro too? No, that was an electric. That was an electric. Yeah, it was electric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm sure there might be more that I have forgotten on this list. But yeah, like, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just cool to see that like so many hot, so many uh, companies are still pushing Nitro. Yeah. And yeah. so. Yeah. And uh, like you said, like with the Nitro declining sometime around 2010 or 11, um, Everybody wants, like, electrics now. Mm -hmm. Like, really. Um, I think Nitro has become just something that people... Here's the thing. Like, people, like you said before, like, people had... Or, I don't think you said this, but we were discussing earlier. People had to start with Nitro. Mm -hmm. They choice. don't anymore. Yeah. It's the complete opposite. People mm -hmm. don't start with Nitro. Mm -hmm. Don't. So, the people that go to Nitro are either people that have been in the hobby long enough that enjoy nitro have been flying nitro off and on for many many years since back in the day or people that are new to the hobby that never flew a nitro and said whoa i saw that thing at uh 
I don't know, the Virginia Spring Fling and or whatever, the Fall Mowdown or somewhere, Urcha. And that looks cool, man. I want to try that. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like a pretty steep learning curve curve for those that never tried a nitro ever before. Yeah, yeah a huge, huge learning curve. But they do it, though. Like, mm-hmm. I know new people. Like, okay, look at, no offense to you, brother, but look at Frank Moradiegos. Mm-hmm. He's started the hobby way after nitro went away Mm -hmm. and he loves nitro Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. he just wanted to try it and he likes it yeah so there are a lot of people that started the hobby after nitro kind of i would say went away it didn't really go away but you know after nitro was not necessarily the first thing you needed to get Mm -hmm. anymore right and they're still flying nitro because they wanted they they were intrigued they liked the idea of internal combustion and they just went for it right and they love it now Mm -hmm. so yeah it's 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 really cool it's really really cool i i think just thinking now like another thing that probably contributed to the decline of nitro as being as popular could be the 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 engine design you know you and i are still flying the same one os 105 from 2010 and i freaking uh, no offense i hate it like it works good i shouldn't say i hate it well, I like some older models like yeah. 91s better. Yeah. Just maybe because I was more used to them yeah. and I know how to tune them better. But I agree with you. It's like it's, it's the same case. It's the, it's same, the same thing. Same yeah. Piston, yeah. same everything. Like there's been no case design changes or anything like that. Yeah. Mufflers are about the same. I mean, granted, there's companies but, like MRCI and Bodos who put out new pipes, but they're not like groundbreaking, nah, world changing no. things. No. And it's like it, there's the, the power, please, the power increase, like a 105 versus a 90, 91. I don't give a shit what anybody says mm-hmm. a very well tuned 91 will have more power than a poorly tuned 105 like it's not like it's not crazy it's it's not like there's a difference where you're like whoa yeah. this is so much more powerful right yeah, yeah like the best motor that os ever made and you and i both agree with this i know this the os 91 hcr speed the black one yes best motor they ever made in my opinion that motor produced more power generally speaking than an os 105 <clears throat> i think the os 105 has more like high-end like Full speed, like full pitch hurricane power, like grunt, more grunt, grunt more grunt. Yeah. But when it comes to like smack power, I think the, and the when speed, you have, yeah, and when you have that speed tuned like perfectly, oh it was easier for me. It was easy, easier to tune. I think the engine itself was less, was more susceptible mm-hmm. to being screwed if mm-hmm. you didn't know what you were doing. But mm-hmm. for some reason, I just because ninety one is all I flew for so many years, mm-hmm. I knew how to tune those things. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So. It was so forgiving. I remember flying that motor in super hot temperatures in New York, and just it kept on pulling. It made so much power. But the 105, it makes good power, and it's a nice running motor. But you got to really get the tune right for it to be mm-hmm. happy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it lets you know when it's not happy. So, but uh, everything that has to do with nitro has uh, slowed down. So, like uh, you know, there was a point in time when the 105 came out, but you still could buy a 91. You could buy a good old like. Crap, I remember Align rebadging OS engines as the Align brand and selling a basic bare-bone OS91 Align brand, quote-unquote, which mm-hmm. was an OS, which ran the with same. muffler yeah. pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could have a muffler pressure version. You can have the the one with the pump. There was one with a pump, and then there was the one that was pressurized. Mm-hmm. And then they released, the, like you said, the, the 91 speed, then the 105. And there was a point in time when you could just pick and choose what you wanted mm-hmm. um you could buy hattori pipes fun tech pipes uh the os uh pipe itself Curtis uh, pipe, the muscle pipe the the muscle pipe the hattori's mm-hmm. um now 
you're down to three models of pipes. Mm-hmm. OS the Power Boost. MCRI, uh, the Power Boost, and Botus's pipe. That's it. Yeah. You can't get Hot Tories. You can't get anything else. Mm-hmm. You're That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just not a lot of options anymore. No, there's not. Not at all. Which, I mean, it's it's just like it's a multiple multitude of things that are contributing to nitro going down. There's no options, there's no interest, there's no interest, there's no desire to put out a new engine or pipe or fuel or anything like that. So, I think it's just kind of plateaued. I think what we have is what we have. Um, something that you and I don't really have a lot of experience with is like the YS engines. I haven't flown any of those since probably like early 2000s when my dad was flying them. We switched to OS probably 2005, somewhere in there. And haven't looked back. I, but like YS engines, they <clears> haven't. <throat> I think they put out a new model every year, but I almost feel like it's a rubber stamp, like similar, like I, s- slowly upgraded model. Same wine, different bottle. <laughs> I, I don't. I, uh, I'm not. I don't. I don't want to say anything bad about YS. I know a lot of people like YS. I've seen people run YS very successfully. I started engine. I started nitro uh, 700 class machines. We used to call them 90s. Mm-hmm. Back in the mid two thousands, even early two thousands, flying YS engines. Um, the original YS back in two thousand six, the first YS ninety two thousand five, actually I think it was, because they went from sixties to nineties. Mm-hmm. The first YS ninety one I had, I can't remember SR ninety. I, I can't remember SR X or SR. Uh, it it ran awesome. I loved it. Mm-hmm. But in recent years, the only person that I've seen. Like su- successfully run YS engines was Tim Jones when he was very active in helicopters. But every time I see, and I don't mean this in a bad way, mm-hmm. I don't want to bash any brands. I know YS is successful, but every time I see somebody with a YS engine, just doesn't sound good. They constantly land a tune. I don't know if it's maybe their setup. I don't know what it is, but there's just again, it's there's not a lot of options it's- that are like consistently easy slash reliable right Right. i mean i i like i said i don't really have a lot of experience with ys because it's been so long but i do like you said tim jones is running ys but also he was running custom ys engines he was modifying everything he was porting it and doing a bunch of stuff he was running fuel fuel bladders uh yeah 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 way too much stuff so like i mean our buddy scott graham that's all he flies is ys he swears by him he loves and he does good they work great like What's funny is um, he had an old YS that wasn't running that great. And it sounds like every YS. Just kidding. Um, And at the Rochester event, um, he just wanted to kill the engine. He was just like over it. So he went like, I think he went 18 clicks lean before it finally exploded. So maybe that one was just more forgiving on the tune. I don't know. But like, I've just, I've never flown a YS engine that I could eat. Like, like my ear is tuned for OS, not for YS. Yeah, me too. Totally different. Well, that, and, and the the way they tune with the mid, the mid range needle, it's used totally different than it's used on, on an OS engine. Mm -hmm. The the whole tuning is totally, totally different. different. But you know, our own friend Van Hook, James, Mm -hmm. uh, God, I don't think he ever got one decent solid flight on that YS engine. Mm Mm-hmm. To the point where he just changed to uh, OS, and yeah. he got lucky enough to get a freaking OS beat. I know, I hate him. Ninety one, like hate him. in the box. I How? Hate him. How? Brand new. Brand new. I hate him so much. I hate him. But I mean, like, I don't want this to sound like we're bashing YS. It's just no. Basically, no. Bert and I don't really have a lot of experience with YS. It's just what we see from our friends and at events. So yeah. they make good stuff. But for us. But so anyway, 
If any of you are listening and you have an OS Beat 91 mm-hmm. for sale, please get a hold of us. We'll yes. buy it from you. I'm, I promise. We yeah. will pay top dollar. We will pay. We have been looking for one, scouring. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. No way. Yeah, they're tough. So somebody might listen to this and be like, oh, shit, I have this thing in my garage for the last seven mm-hmm. years. And, uh, yeah, we'll give you money. We'll yeah, give yeah. you money for it. Yeah, they're great. Great motors. OS 91 HCR Speed. HCR Speed. Had the yeah. regulator on it. Yeah. Yeah. Great motor. So, what about the Kraken conversion, nitro conversion kit? Let's talk about that. Let's. It's a ripoff. It's a lot of money. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> the Kraken nitro conversion kit. We've seen a lot of no, questions around this. Actually, the the conversion is not a lot. I, f- I feel the conversion for three hundred eighty nine dollars is actually a good price. Yes, if it you really are is. someone out there who has maybe a donor Kraken, or if you don't <clears throat> like electric anymore, you want to convert to nitro. What I mean by like a ripoff, and I was just kidding, is the fact that unfortunately there's no nitro kraken. So if you want a nitro kraken, you have to buy a kit mm-hmm. or own a kit mm-hmm. and then buy the conversion. Right. That's why it's expensive. It's right. very expensive. So you're looking at about fifteen hundred bucks at that point, and it, yeah. that is a lot of money, especially when you have to take the kit, remove parts that you will not be using because you discard a lot of parts. Oh, of course, it. of course. So from that perspective, is a lot of money. It is. From the perspective of, but. Then, on the other hand, you start analyzing and thinking, well, how much does it cost, really? Well, first of all, nobody pays retail anymore, I hate to say it. People <laughs> wait for Halloween or Black Friday, they get a discount. Second of all, um, there's helicopters that are very expensive. The Diablo... As a that? kit, is like 16 I think. It's very expensive. 1600 as a kit. So Then um, there's the miniature aircraft whiplash, which I think is like 1200 I want to say, as a kit. Something like that. So, yeah, if you start thinking that way, um, is not, yeah, the Diablo Nitro is fourteen twenty five. Mm-hmm. So, if you buy a regular uh, Kraken, which is a thousand fifty eight, depending on which one you get, the the you the don't need, one, you don't need the, the yeah. yellow one, you get the orange one, yeah, thousand fifty eight, and then you do three eighty nine is fourteen forty seven. Mm-hmm. So it's twenty seven dollars more than. More than the uh, the the Diablo Nitro, twenty two twenty two dollars more. Right. So it's not cost prohibitive, but when I set rip off, rip off, I just I didn't mean it as like it's a rip off. I meant it as like it's expensive. It's like it it's a lot of money yeah. for fourteen hundred dollars. Yeah, it right. Is. It really is a lot of money if you add it all up. But if you're someone out there who maybe has two Krakens and you want to leave one electric and you're like, yeah, why not? Convert it to Nitro. Then it's a great deal because yeah. 390 bucks, you get everything you need minus electronics, engine, and pipe to convert your Kraken to a Nitro model. I think yeah. it's cool. I think it, it, it works It works really well. You and I are both flying it now. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. It flies well. But should we kind of tell the story of how it came to be? Yeah. Go for it. Go okay. for it. So we got we got reprimanded by some people on Facebook yes. for not giving credit. So the Even whole story. Did, but, yeah. um, our buddy Scott Graham, great guy. He's a team A main pilot. Um, he has some experience with CAD and uh, computer drawing systems, and he is a big Nitro fan. And he wanted to give a shot at converting his Kraken to Nitro. So he designed some frames. He took the front end from his black Nitro and kind of mashed it together. Uh, he cut them at work out of aluminum and then carbon fiber, and he's showed it to us like, hey, guys, this thing's cool, and it works. So after some more testing and thinking, we thought, well, why don't we just present this to SAB and see what they think about putting it into a box? And uh, they liked the idea. Enrico, the designer of SAB, put his own twist on the frames. He changed a lot of stuff to make it a little bit 
easier to work on, a little bit more sense. And then uh, he's going to put it all into one big box uh, available to purchase to convert yeah. your electric to nitro. Yeah. Well, I mean, you have to give credit where credit is due. It is something that was, if, if to put it in perspective, if it wasn't for Scott, uh, it wouldn't have happened. Exactly. Simply because he's the one that like put it together. for. Now, I don't want to discredit his ability to design the frames or do what he did. This, mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not saying that in any way, shape, or form. But simply because of the concept, if it wasn't for him, it wouldn't have gotten done. No, because... Uh, we would have never thought of it. No. It, no. It was never in Enrico's or SAP's plan, so it would have never been considered it, unless Scott did it. Correct. So with Scott doing it, um, even though, you know, really all that Scott did was uh, design the frames, because mm-hmm. everything else was already existing SAB stuff, everything based yeah. on the black nitro, you know, yeah. helicopter, like, you know, the clutch and everything, everything, like the, mm-hmm. the, the fan and the, the, the fan shroud and everything else. But just the whole concept of doing it uh, in itself was absolutely Scott's idea. So we really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. But like you said, like SAB just, as always, they have to change it up, change it up. Yeah. So, but um it's kind of cool though it's uh they didn't make many changes they just no they just moved some things around yeah give it bit. like an italian look <laughs> yeah. more of family feeling <laughs> so uh bert is currently flying the sab frames i'm flying the scott graham frames on mine just because yeah. uh i've been flying mine they're pretty similar though. They're, they're, very close. they're very close they're very, very close, close very close um so if you've seen any pictures or videos Mine has an OS-105 with a Hattori pipe. Burt's has an OS-105 with the MRCI pipe. Uh, Stay tuned for more pictures and videos to come out. Uh, Burt and I are just kind of getting ours fully dialed in before we do some more in-depth stuff, some flight videos and stuff for you guys. So that'll be coming, what, next couple weeks? Yeah. Ready for ship? Yeah, yeah. It's ready for pre-order now from anywhere, from BK Hobbies, Amy and Direct, yada, yada. You can pre-order it now, but it should be shipping early, uh, early November. I think so, yeah. Um, I got an email today. You probably mm-hmm. got copied so on it yeah. from SAB that uh, they're finalizing it. So we're hoping that they'll be shipping to us within the next five to seven days. Yeah. So they'll be here in the next 10 to 14 days tops. Mm-hmm. So if you pre-ordered one from BKHobbies.com or any other dealer, uh, well, if you pre-order from BK Hobbies, you're going to get a little bit sooner. But sure. Regardless, uh, you're looking at about a couple of weeks anyway, right? Right, right. So, generally yeah. speaking. So yeah, if you've considered it, uh, definitely take a look at it. I think it's great, especially if you have a, two Krakens. You don't need two electric Krakens. So take one and convert it to nitro. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Or take your Kraken, convert it to nitro if you like nitro, and then get another Kraken later. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. And then if you have an OS 91 speed, sell it to us. But that is something it. that, um, God, I probably shouldn't say this. I'm not, I'm not going to say anything. I was just gonna say that there's ways around things, but we'll leave. We'll reserve it for later. This is a new product, so we'll reserve that for later. What? I had an idea, but I'm not gonna. I just thought of it, but I'm not gonna voice my opinion yet. Oh boy, we'll discuss no. later because next time, yeah. About. Anyway, so I want to go over some real brief, and this no is gonna boy. be a uh, a little opportunity for you to go off a little bit. No Let's shit. go over the pros and cons of nitro. So, what are the pros and cons? Uh, I have my list, and then I'm gonna let you make your list. We're going to start positive. No, your list is... Everything about Nitro is positive. Are you kidding me? It's beautiful. Nitro is badass. Who are you huh? again? Okay. Huh? I'm going to start with my list of pros, and then you can do your Look, list. Look, this is your list. Hmm. You just wrote, and you have six and six. Six pros, six cons. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. My pros. 
more mechanical. That's what we talked about earlier. You can work on the engine. Is that you can a pro? The engine. It's not a pro. I enjoy it, so it's a pro uh, for me. That's I, a con. Can I talk? More mechanical means more work. More, yeah. No. Longer Meh. flight times. Meh. Yes, that's it, a pro. It yes. flies better, in my opinion. It flies better. The cyclic feels better to me. The overall feel <sighs> is more positive to me. How is that even possible? It Why? has decreased power, but the, it feels better. Because it's lighter and it's just the way it feels. For me, it flies better. I feel more connected uh, with I it. I disagree, but okay. Okay, yes. It the does f- have a better feel. Yes. The fun aspect of tuning a motor, learning what is too rich, that too is lean, a, and getting that it is a con. In. That is a pain in the ass. In your opinion, this is when my you, list. I you, told you this is my list. We can go over your list next. When can you I please finish? When you my take list? off with an electric, listen. When you took off with the electric, you take off, you fly. Oh, this is badass. You land. You take off with the nitro. Oh, I got to land. I got to tune it. Uh, it's too rich. It's too Yeah, because when you take off with your electric, the pipe is coming loose. Yeah. Uh, my, okay. my glow plug burned okay. up. Okay. Uh, I have vibrations. Okay. Uh, okay. Your, your battery connector desolders or your motor <laughs> smokes up or you strip a manger. Okay. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. It is a living, breathing machine. This thing is literally <clears throat> sucking fuel to fly. It's not burning electrons. It's stupid. It's sucking fuel and it's flying and it's, and it's vibrating. It's sick. It's amazing. <laughs> That's a pro. Yeah. And then it's a great tool to learn collective management. Because if you start with electric with 10 horsepower, you will never understand how to manage your collective. Yes. That is definitely a pro. Okay. Now, your list of pros. Uh, so I'm going <laughs> to try to... My pros are very limited. Very but, short because you're a hater. But okay. So one of my pros is I do agree. I think it's a great tool to learn proper collective management. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of people flying, not to say that I'm a great pilot anymore because I kind of really do freaking suck these days, but I see a lot of people uh, twisting the sticks and just doing, getting away with murder that they could not if they didn't have the power. And it's really not the proper way. There's no finesse. Mm-hmm. There's no real skill. It's more like raw power. We're going to twist the sticks like simulator style and it's going to do it. Uh, nitro forces you to be smooth and precise. And you can be aggressive and hard, but you still have to have that fine touch of precision going on with your pitch management, which means trading cyclic for collective or the other way around. Sure. So, yes, collective management. Breathing machine? What the it's running on fuel it's vibrating another it's pro. going in and out of tune no awesome. the mechanical is not a pro to me because it's more work anything that's for more work i'm against uh, uh i was gonna say something no. i changed my mind the, hold on so let me let me let me the, everything that i'm just listening that this pros to you are not pros to me but i do agree with you about two things collective <laughs> management uh helps you with collective management and it helps and it and it it it, it it does have longer flight times, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Longer flight times. Okay. One thing you weren't thinking about is uh, no need to wait. You have one receiver pack. Mm-hmm. Boom. Sure. Top sure. it off. Go and fly, 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 fly. That is a pro to me that you did not put in there. Sure. That I think is quite cool because if you get off work and you're not like a Mr. Ron Chorus that has you know 27 pre-charged packs or if you're not uh, a Tarek Al-Sadi that brings seven helicopters with seven batteries pre-charged and two mechanics and two mechanics you show up with your one helicopter and one charged receiver battery and if you have a big receiver pack like a 3000 or something crazy mm-hmm. I mean it might add a little bit of weight or whatever <laughs> but who cares 
you can fly six, seven times, six times, or whatever it is, back to back to back, seven minute flights apiece, mm -hmm. land, put the machine back in the car, make sure you put a big blanket or something so you don't stain <laughs> the shit out of your brand new vehicle with all this lime of crap. God. And you're on your way home. It's awesome for that. So I do agree with that. And I also have to give you that, I wouldn't say it fly better, flies better, but I would say that there's something about the power of nitro that I really enjoy. It's like it, it's not overpowered. Mm -hmm. And there's something about the reaction is like more torque with less top end. I can't explain it, but there's something about the way the power curve feels that I enjoy more than electric. Yes. I think what I noticed, what I, I just thought about this is the way the cyclic feels is it feels a little bit dampened to me. And that's, That's great for someone like myself because I use the entire stick when on the actual transmitter. I use the entire stick. I slam it all the way around. So when it's a little bit dampened, I feel like I can lean on it even more because it's kind of like begging for more in a way. That sounds kind of weird. But like it's a dampened feel, so I feel that I can lean on the helicopter more. Because yeah. the electric, if you push the stick, it just keeps going. Yeah. Never slows down. So, so. to resume your pros and mine combined, mm. more technical, more mechanical, sorry. I don't mm. know what that really is a pro but okay more mechanical God. longer flight times mm -hmm. fly non-stop no need to stop and charge and wait mm -hmm. you know for a big battery to be charged um flies better in mm -hmm. a way absolutely mm -hmm. uh the fun aspect of tuning i don't agree with that but it's kind of cool to <laughs> to learn it's to, learning yeah thing. to learn uh it's a living breathing machine mm -hmm. and absolutely the ability to learn Uh, to help you learn collective management, which translates into you becoming a better pilot yes. when it comes to flying your electric machine. Correct. No doubt. Correct. Now. But it's cool. It's just, it's just, there's something magical and cool about flying a helicopter that is based off of a internal combustion engine. Yeah, and if I translate this into vehicles, I know a lot of you guys are fans of electric cars. I know... A lot of you guys have like Teslas and these cool cars. I am a big fan of IC, internal combustion. Mm -hmm. I can appreciate a Tesla, the technology, the electric, yada, yada, it's great. Mm -hmm. But I am a big internal combustion guy. I love like a big, nice, powerful muscle car. Am I not just do the zero to 60 as quick as like the fastest electric? Maybe not. But there's just something about that roar and that engine sound. You know, I follow Formula One. I like internal combustion. Mm -hmm. It's cool. Yeah. So nitro to me is kind of like that. And it, if if electric, if gas gas powered helicopters had a lot less weight and more power, I would probably be, be flying gas helicopters. Mm -hmm. But they're dogs. They have no power. <laughs> they're okay for hovering and doing forward flight. <laughs> Um, with the, with a few exceptions, I like, mean, you can like make Doug you can, Darby's, well. I've seen, yeah, du yeah of course, yeah. and you can see Ben Story flying Doug's, uh, Doug Darby's uh, uh, T Rex 700 with that yeah, conversion he has, and it's crazy yeah, power. It's crazy. But it does take a certain amount of work and finesse. discipline and finesse to get it to to get, to get that kind of setup. Correct. Whereas nitro is for everybody; it's just yeah. a plug and play. You yeah. you buy the engine, the pipe, and you're good to go. Yeah. So uh, there's that that aspect of it too that is like it's cool it's icy yeah. it's you know it's yeah. just a nice thing now cons what are your cons uh, let me get my list here the, the list is short because nitro is amazing <laughs> yeah. your list is just <laughs> as long as your pros cons of nitro dirty 
You will agree to this. The engines leak. The tanks leak. Don't get me going on that. Uh, <laughs> Piece of shit. Disgusting. They shit. leak. The nitro gets the all over the helicopter. The you got to clean it. They stink. Tuning can be picky, depending on your engine, your fuel, your environment. The, the tuning can be picky. Many things can go wrong. Uh, engine, uh, the fuel tank leaking, the glow plug can go bad. The regulator on the engine can fail. Easy to burn up an engine if you don't have it tuned right. There's increased vibrations, so the vibrations can kill certain electronics. Fuel is expensive, and 700-sized 700, 700 machines go through the fuel fast. You need a starter, fuel jug, fuel pump, nice starter wand, extra glow plugs in case they go bad. So there's just there's there are some cons, but I strongly feel that the pros of nitro outweigh the cons if you're properly prepared no, to fly nitro. I don't think they outweigh them. Well, I understand that, but I do. They <laughs> they they even themselves out. Okay, let me so put it that way. Give me your cons, yeah. and I'm gonna I'm gonna. No, they're I'm very gonna... similar to yours. Like number one, the freaking thing's disgusting. It's a slime slimer. That's part of the uh, environment they're supposed to be here. So you give me shit all the time because when I go fly my nitro, I carry this, uh, this towel, this rag, this microfiber microfiber towel with me, and I put it in my pocket. And you give me shit about it. Mm-hmm. You get I. I don't like to wipe my hands on my clothes, so I have to wipe my hands every time I touch this stupid thing. I don't like to get nitro on my hands, and then I don't, I don't, I'm not afraid of getting dirty, dude. I mean, I work on uh, mechanical stuff and vehicles and work on my bike all the time, but I don't want to get nitro on my hands and then grab my $1,200 uh, V control touch with hands full of nitro i had a spectrum transmitter way back in the day i think it was a dx7 the original one that was like peeling off from like grabbing it with (laughs) nitro hands all the time yeah because the finish on the plastic starts to peel off it looks like shit yeah so they're just dirty so just like you it's just it's they're nasty Mm -hmm. Uh, a lot of cleaning that you know alcohol rubbing alcohol we used to do that that doesn't really do it. You need a strong degreaser like uh, Simple Green yeah. and then alcohol on top of that or something. I used to blow when Craig Martin, uh, my good buddy back in the day, and I used to fly nitro together. We would, like, after flying, we would, like, get the air compressor going, mm-hmm. the air compressor, and we would spray alcohol everywhere, and then we'd just blast it with air and, like, make it look clean again. But that's unreasonable. That's yeah. a lot of, that just yeah. takes a lot of work. So yeah. dirty, one thing. Um I don't like the smell of nitro. I know you really? love it. I like it when it's burning. I like it when it's burning. I don't like it when it's okay. like dripping. Like, like for instance, like Sunday, you know, I had a, a tank leak, leaked in the inside of my truck. Thank God I have this rubber uh, weather, all weather type mm-hmm. mat. But still, my truck stinks right now like nitro. And it's yeah. going to take months to get rid of that stench. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or weeks. Sure. I have, okay. Sure. Um, the maintenance, like you said, so I agree with that too. It does take a lot more maintenance. You know, every once in a while, you have to take your motor out of the your engine out of the helicopter. You got to at least do bearings, at least bearings. Um, you have to do the ring every so often. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say very often, but depending on how much care you take, you know, how much you take care of your engine, uh, you still have to change ring maybe every couple hundred flights. It's not know. a bad idea to change it, yeah. I change idea. the ring every time I change the bearing, the rear bearing. Why yeah. not? Why yeah. not? It's the if you ring already is have cheap. it apart, yeah. 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 So maintenance. Um, 
Vibration, it really depends. If it's set up right, like, it should not be too horrible. But, yes, there's a little bit more vibration. Um, and then, of course, the fact that you do need uh, a lot extra stuff. You need your starter. You need your glow, your glow driver. You need mm -hmm. to have an onboard glow driver like a switch glow. And you need to bring an, a few additional things to the field in case. So you need a spark pl uh, glow plug. Mm -hmm. If your glow plug dies and you don't have an extra one, you're screwed. You can't mm -hmm. fly anymore. Mm -hmm. Done. If your glow plug dies and you have a spare one, but you don't have a glow plug driver, you can't get it off, you're screwed too. Mm -hmm. So there's more things you need to plan. So you and I agree on that. Like all the cons are, but but again, like to be positive for a change, the the pros the the cons outweigh the pros, and and the the pros out outweigh the cons. And I feel like at the end of the day, it's like, it's just, yeah, it's like an even thing, right? Sure. You get pros, you get cons, and they're both outweighing each other, and it's just, it's still cool. It's natural, it's cool. Well, it's, we could also make the same pro and con list with electric as well. You got to charge batteries, you got to have a generator if you don't have a charge station, big powerful charge station. Like, there's pros and cons. No, 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 no I agree. Yeah. But, if you, but when it comes to electric, you can build, to give you an example, you can build, because uh, we're talking 700 class machines here. You can build a Thundersport or any other. I, I can't speak for any other brand because I haven't flown different brands in many years. But I know I can build like a the the cheapest, uh, least expensive SAB helicopter 700 class, which is a Thundersport. Mm -hmm. Costs six hundred ninety eight dollars. Mm -hmm. I can build that with a relatively inexpensive motor. Like I'll go with a Xnova, small Xnova, forty twenty five XTS series. Forty twenty five. Forty five XTS series. I'll go with a small hobby one, like a one twenty. Cause say I'm not gonna run super crazy one one thirty is the the high the, one, yeah. yeah. I'm not gonna run super high head speed sport flying. I can build that thing and probably get three hundred flights out of it if I don't ever crash it before I have to do anything, anything to it. Anything. But with a nitro, it's not going to be that way. So with that well, said, I huh? just sorry to interrupt, but the thing is, three hundred flights out doing anything for the electronic side because there's things that you'd have to do to it regardless. Thrust bearings doesn't change if it's electric or nitro. But if you're flying, but if you're flying sport flying, if you're just going out there and doing loops, yeah. rolls, and sport flying, having fun, maybe not three hundred, but you probably could get two hundred flights if you take care of it. Sure. You don't have any hard landings, any crashes, any issues, yeah. and probably get away with it without touching anything. Anything. Yeah, on the nitro, not so much. No, you gotta look at the engine bearings and ring. And engine bearings. You might have an go. issue with vibration. Maybe vibration made, uh, not with Goblin because Goblins don't have these. But maybe on another brand, the vibration might uh, make one of your tail boom supports break loose, mm -hmm. or maybe you know, yeah. it, there's more that can go wrong. And you're not absolutely not guaranteed whatsoever that you're going to get, yeah. you know, 100 plus flights without touching anything. There's yeah. no way. There's like, no way. Like, I, we kind of talked about this last time, but something that drives me nuts with Nitro, I should have put this in the cons list, is like, as much as we try to wire our stuff to be chafe-free, yes. there's always a wire that shakes loose and rubs yes. the frame and cuts. No, like, no. I've had it happen with, like, my switch glow. Like, my, my switch glow won't work. And after looking at it closely, the wire was cutting on the frame and I was done. Yeah, gotta fix it. Uh, and I'm talking about stupid little details like that. There's just nothing major, but things that are going to happen no matter what you do yeah. on a nitro. Just little annoyances that yeah. just drive you nuts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, totally true. So, but regardless, again, it's just it's I if somebody asked me what would you do, like I would have a nitro, 
but it wouldn't be my primary machine. Correct. I would have my electric machine. That's what I fly for practice all the time. Mm-hmm. And every other week or every three weeks or once a week, if I'm the kind of guy that flies every other day, like Ron Course, mm-hmm. he every flies day. every day. Mm-hmm. If I was, I know he doesn't do it this way, but if I was Ron Course, I would fly my electrics every day. Mm-hmm. And then that Saturday at the field or that Sunday, I would fly my nitro. That's how I would do it. Mm-hmm. Why? Because, again, I wouldn't want to be dealing with all the stuff that goes along with the nitro maintenance and everything else on a daily basis. The more you fly it, the more you got to maintain it. Mm-hmm. Dude, if you fly nitro seven, eight times a day, that's 200 flights in a month. Mm-hmm. So every month you're going to have to replace rear bearing, front bearing, mm-hmm. ring. You might have to like do intense cleaning, do this, do that. Like, no way. Yeah, There's it's a lot. It's, it's a lot. lot. It's, it's a lot. lot. It's definitely a lot. It's that kind of, for me, again, it's that kind of machine that when you, when you, when you get it out of the car, it's like you get a grin for ear, from ear to ear because you're like, hell yeah, I'm going to fly my nitro. You enjoy the shit out of it. Mm-hmm. You put it away, mm-hmm. and then you let it sit for another five days to a week, to mm-hmm. two weeks before you pull it out of the car again. And in the interim, you're flying your electric beater, your bitch. Mm-hmm. You're just like <laughs> flying and crashing, right? Yeah. yeah. But you fly your nitro every Sunday, though. But it's, it's it, no, I, I stopped a while back. But oh. when I was doing it, it was only two flights. Okay. To flights so, on every Sunday. So imagine how long it takes to get to a, a decent number of flights. I was burning a gallon a month. Well, that's easy then because you, you don't have to fully charge your receiver pack at that point. You can get it to 80% for two flights. That's more than enough. Yeah, yeah, of course. The, no, the, I was charging the receiver pack every two weekends. Yeah, your, yeah. your starter battery yeah. would never go dead because done. Uh, once every three months, I charge yeah. a starter battery. Fuel yeah. jug, same yeah. situation. Fuel jug, starter or i was i was battery. burning a gallon a month yeah, yeah so it was much more yeah. maintainable see yeah now i have a new sunday flyer mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i don't know so just to kind of like recoup and and, and recap recoup. i think recoup 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 recap nitro for me right now is the thing that's really making me excited i don't know why just because like it's just something fresh because the goblin nitro has been around since 2016 2015 for me for testing. I am excited stuff. about the yellow kraken. I want to get one. Okay. Well, for right now, my electric my, yellow kraken. My kraken sure. nitro makes me excited because it's something different. You're that excited about your your electric kraken. I'm looking forward to building it for you because I like building stuff. So I want a yellow stuff. electric kraken. Let I check. Let I check. <laughs> yellow electric kraken. That's what I want. You want to fly today? Let's fly. Let's fly after work today. We could. Anyway. Are we done with nitro discussion? Pretty lame, huh? No, anyway. I, think, I think it was good. Good little rant. Good so little rant. another shameless plug. Okay. The torches winter bash yes. for sure. Yes. Thank you for bringing this up. I was about to do the same. I was looking for my notes. Take it away. The torches winter bash. What are the dates, Kyle? December. December fifth through the eighth. Yes, that is a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Mm-hmm. And you have got to pre-register today because if you don't. You're not getting a free T-shirt. Yep. Simple free register, please. And then you pay more. And you pay more. Not only do you get a discount, but it also helps us as a club gauge what we need to order for shirts. So please, if you yeah. know you're coming, please, 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 please just please, pre-register. Please, please, pre-register. It's $40. You save yourself money. Please just do you it. You guys spend like thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars in dumb RC helicopter shit. Yeah. So you can pay 40 for the Torches Winter Bash. Very important. It gives us an idea who's coming. We want we want yeah. all you guys to come. Yeah. You guys need to be there. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, seriously. It, it's it's going to be fun. Gator won. <laughs> I had a chat with Gator last night. We were doing pilot count uh, projections. I'm not going to share them just because I don't want to 
share that information. But please, guys, just please come out and, and hang out with us. It's going to be fun. Bert and I are going to be there, obviously. Gator's going to be there. We're just going to be laid back, hanging out. If you have questions yeah. for us, just walk up and ask us. So, Torches, Torches, without the E. T-O-R-C-H-S. Mm-hmm. Torch, Torch. 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 Torch.org. Yeah. T-O-R-C-H-S.org. Mm-hmm. Bottom left-hand side, it says Torch's Winter Bash Register. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and register. Specify the t-shirt size. If you're camping there, you're more than welcome. You have got to register before mm-hmm. you show up with a camper mm-hmm. or a motorhome or an RV. Mm-hmm. Um, historically, in the past, we've had people stay in tents. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're more than welcome to come with a tent or a mm-hmm. RV motorhome or stay at a hotel nearby. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's, so, there's a hotel is about 10, 15 minutes away. Those ones down by uh, Southline Drive. And Apopka, those are yeah. like 15 minutes away. There's a Holiday Inn yeah, and yeah. a Hampton Inn right next to each other. Yeah. Southline so, Drive and Apopka, so check those out. We would love to have you. It'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we know Gator hasn't done really much for the event, <laughs> but it's okay. He's the president. He just dictates orders, so he's right. put me and Kyle to work. Yes. So Kyle's been working his butt off to make this happen, <laughs> and so have I. No, I'm just kidding. But seriously, we would love to have you. Yeah. It's going to be cool. It's going to yeah. be cool. A plug for the sponsors because they're starting to roll in now. Uh, yeah. Thank you very, very, very much to the companies that have decided to support this event. Heli Direct has thrown in some gift certificates. Only Fine Heli's has uh, donated shirts, hoodies, gift certificates. Futaba USA has given us shirts, hats, uh, coffee mugs. I mean, there's there's so much more. BK is donating stuff. Um, it's, there's just stuff coming in uh, all the time. So thank you to the companies that have already committed. Uh, and those of us that Do you have a are, list or no? Not on my phone right now, but the right. ones I just read are the packages that have, we've already received. Yeah, for, this, for do you stuff. want to talk about it next week? We'll do the next podcast. We'll talk next about podcast, it. We'll uh, talk more. Yeah, yeah. We would like to have uh, some people come. Unfortunately, they're not going to be able to. Yes. So quite sucks, but it is what it is. Yeah, but we're going to have a, uh, I think we're going to have a decent turnout. Yeah, I think it'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be no laid idea. back, fun, fly when you want to, hang out if you want to. Yeah, of course. Just show up. Come hang out with us. Mm-hmm. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. So anyway, wow. Anything else? Uh, I have a mini topic to d- to discuss if you want to. Which is okay. So our listeners um, have been giving us topic suggestions in the messenger on uh, the BK official Facebook page, and I don't think that these are some of them we can do full episodes on, but some of them I think we can just cover. Yeah, quickly. So one of them that I think that we can cover right now and it'll be fun: best and worst heli stories. You really caught me by surprise. I know. I don't have... I would have to think a lot. You want to save that for next week? The older you get, the the older you get, the the memories just start to fade. I know. I just pulled this up now. I pulled it on you quick to see if we could get something off the cuff. Uh, Some of the memories I can't share, man. They're too private. Well, okay. No, let's kind of turn this around. Like, Like, let's, let's talk about, like... Your your most favorite memory, like what is like, man? When you think about like that was a lot of fun. What do you think of? I can tell you right now. Tell me, Virginia, Virginia events. Any of those events to me just stand out. Like when I'm at that event, I'm like, man, this is just a lot of fun. There's nothing that I'm worried about. I'm not worried about demos. Not worried about like commitments. Like I go fly when I want to. Joe Reyes is there. We get to make fun of Joe. Ron Chorus is there. He's always fun to get spooled up at events. Um, just gators there. We're hanging out. We're having fun. Virginia to me is like probably like one of the epitomes of like having fun. And then there's stuff like the weekends of torches flying with you and gator. That's always fun. No matter what, we always have a good time. There's good crashes. Like I, um, 
putting a putting my seven hundred three blade to a tree in New Zealand when you and I went there. That was a hysterical. Yeah. Like there's just so many good memories of flying that I can think of. Yeah, there's just so much stuff that dates back to my God, I can think of a million things. But see, way back in the day when I got when I was kind of quote unquote new to the hobby, like mm-hmm. there were a lot more highlights back then, right? But mm-hmm. the more you go to events and it's not that it's not that you don't enjoy it. It's just that the more you've been around, the more you've traveled to events and met more and more people. Like yeah. it's harder to find, uh, you know what I mean? That like really exciting spot because you do it so much that everything is cool, but there's nothing that really yeah. create like stands out like crazy. But I do agree with you, Virginia, and I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Like not so much the fall, nothing against the fall event. Fall events all, all always fun too, mm-hmm. but the spring event, the spring bash is is just always. It's like it's like being in high school at fifty years of age for me. Yeah. It, it is, you know, there's a freaking skunk that goes and prays, sprays tents, and yeah, and and you see people like freaking stinking in the middle of the night yeah. with no place to sleep, and yeah, then there's yeah. uh, a DJ going on, you know, <laughs> with lights and shit, and and it's just and drama, and, yeah. and it's the just drama, and man. flying, and it's and funny, it's and, so funny, and, and and you know, and and uh and. Uh, just uh, at night absolutely drinking in the fire and and yeah yeah it's just yeah uh, yeah Yeah. and and the bowling the bowling ball the bowling ball the cannon (laughs) the cannon bowling ball we just watched that oh my god it's just yeah virginia is a highlight and then uh yeah i agree new zealand uh a lot of cool memories from there mm-hmm. uh you know i remember even going before that going with bobby to australia mm-hmm. there's just a lot of a lot of cool memories a lot of cool yeah. stuff um the french 3d cop i have some mem- good memories from that when yeah. you want it good times yeah yeah, yeah. just wing it yeah. the um, girl that was all painted everybody yeah. was criticizing <laughs> it because it was all oh, it's pg 17 yeah screw you yeah uh you and i i can think of a few negative memories a lot of them you and i cannot share in the public light a lot of recent stuff you and I cannot share in the public light, but stuff like preparing for contests. Like I remember XFC like 2009, like I showed up and with my uh, miniature aircraft Stratus and I yeah. tried this maneuver that I shouldn't and have done. And it stroke, just boom, stroke the shit out of just it. Just yeah. absolutely exploded. And here I am just crushed, just destroyed. Like it's just one thing after another failing at that event. Just like a lot of the negative memories that I can share in public. You were so, you were a kid though. You I were like, so how old were you? Like 12? Um, you had to be like 13 or something. I was like 14 or something. Yeah. yeah. And it was just that, like all the negative memories that I can share is stuff like contests where stuff went wrong. Like you, you prepare, 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 and you show up and something stupid happens. Like yeah. that's always the worst. Yeah. But I mean, I don't really want to talk about yeah. negative memories too much. That's, Miniature that's aircraft Stratus at XFC. That had to be XFC <laughs> like 2007, 8, 8, 2008. For me or you? That year when you boomstroke. 2009. I'll never forget it. I was flying Nine. to the song Avenged Sevenfold Afterlife. And it leads up to this big boom. And man, did it freaking boom. boom. Yeah. Was I there 2009 competing? Yes. Yeah. You were flying a T-Rex 700 Flybar. You were flying. It was that very simple scheme you had. I remember everything. It the was blue a, thing? It was white and, and blue. blue. Yeah, white and blue. White yeah. and blue. Very simple scheme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was the year that Bobby flew the... The the new miniature aircraft ninety that never came to life whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. two thousand nine. Man, good times. Uh, I barely made like fifth that year. It's terrible, terrible. I remember, yeah. what do you flew? What song? I'm trying to think of the songs that you flew. To Is that when I had that Mexican theme? No, that was two thousand ten. That year was uh, <laughs> Psycho Social by Slipknot. I don't know. I made it to the finals that year. I think. 
and then I screwed up or something. I don't remember. What happened? I don't know. I was too old, man. I was like... Too old. I was. Think about it. 2009, okay? That's over 10 years ago now. I was 38 years old competing with kids that were 12, 13, 14, 17, 16, and 20. Yeah. That was the year. But I still made it to the finals. Like, And there were like... Back in those days, XFC used to have like 20 competitors. I know. 15 Crazy. to 20, yeah. Who, I don't remember who won that year. Uh, I don't even. Oh, it was Jamie. That was the first year that Jamie it won. It could be. Yeah, yeah, it could be. When he came yeah. out of nowhere and just yeah. smoked everyone. Yeah, it could be. Supposedly. Yeah. 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 I, I'm pretty sure I remember now. It was, uh, uh, I ended up fifth mm-hmm. on that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I had the blue and white T-Rex 700 mm-hmm. Nitro. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I flew the whole weekend. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then like a year later, it got stolen. <laughs> yeah. I think I flew to Kill Switch. No, no. Slipknot. I yeah. remember. I remember yeah. the songs you flew to. Uh, Kill Switch Engage too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember that. It was cool. Good old times. <laughs> Good old times. So that was fun. That was a lot of fun. Uh, some of my early Urchas, very early Urchas, 2005, 2006, I was flying for Team Miniature Aircraft. Mm-hmm. We had the razors and stuff, and like Mark Fately. We just saw a picture the other day. Mm-hmm. Mark Fately was there, and like Burt McBanwa. You remember Mac that dude? McBanwa flying for uh, Ace Ace or whatever it was for the Thunder Tiger. Yeah. And our friend Earl was like a third of his current weight, <laughs> and uh, it was it was fun. Eric, Eric Larson, Larson. Yeah, Eric, Eric Larson, Larson was there. Zach he was John. an amazing pilot back in the day. Zach Johns was yeah. there. He was um, the young product. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good old times, man. It's a lot of a lot. history. A lot of history. I remember yeah. urges back then being so, so simple for me. Just being like a rep for companies and not oh, yeah, of course. having anything to do. Yeah. Just hung out in my tent and like drove the golf cart when my dad yeah, yeah. let me like yeah. flew when he wanted me to. Like You were sponsored by Raptor. Raptor and uh Ace uh Spectrum or JR or something. Like I just the the, the yeah. obligations were so low. I was just I was a kid though, so it was just go out yeah. and have fun. Yeah. And your yeah. dad was starting all the drama. <laughs> Love you, Ray. I heard about this later. It's funny. I mean, it, it, I, don't, I don't know. He needs to come back to... You know he's coming to the winter event. A lot of history with Urcha. You know, I've thought about many times about missing and skipping Urcha this year, and I'm glad I did not, because yeah. I think I've been to Urcha uh, 15 years back to back, like in a row, like never skipped a year. So it's a lot of, a lot of history, a lot, a, lot of, a lot of fun stuff, a lot of... Yeah, a lot of a lot of memories, a lot yeah. of memories. Yeah, I think I'm about the same as you. Then I think we were at the our first urge was the same year. Was that five? Well, five was my oh, first. Five, yeah, yeah, same. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Good times. That was the year when Pete Neotis was doing demos. Man, with the Freya or something. Yeah, with the Herobo Freya. That he was, was an incredible pilot. Incredible yeah. for his time, yeah. doing like funnels and reversals, and it was like, who is this guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 That's cool. Then stuff. he'd finish flight and just start immediately start smoking a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, man? How you doing, man? <laughs> he had this funny voice, man. Yeah. Nice dude, though. Awesome, yeah. awesome skills. Man, awesome skills. Good old days. Daryl Bell on the mic. Yeah, he was, he was a staple of Virgil for a long time. Yes, he will forever be missed. Yeah. No doubt. Rest in peace. It's three years now this year. Yeah. Cool. Well, we can think of more memories and jolt them down, yeah. and, uh, and then we can discuss them at the end of some other episode down the road. But guess what? We spent an hour, 22 minutes, and 51 seconds on this episode. That's yes. a record so for Rob, a while. Rob Winter, you're welcome for a long episode. Uh, Rob Winter, you're very welcome, my friend. <laughs> helicopter uh, for now, two more weeks minimum. <laughs> anyway, cool. So, can people get a hold of you? Do they at all? Do they give a shit about doing so? Well, let's Nobody start. contacts me, so... If they know. want to get a hold of the both of us, if you want to get a hold of Bert and I, you can get us at 
facebook.com slash the BK official. For a little slow to respond, uh, please accept our apologies. Uh, we're both kind of busy guys. But Never. We always reply very fast. Yeah, okay. Well, the Facebook automatic response is immediate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can re- be reached. Uh, you can follow me at facebook.com slash kylestacyrc or contact me directly at kylestacyrc at gmail.com. Nice. I can be reached at uh, on Instagram, Bert underscore camera. On Facebook, is facebook.com slash BertRC. You can follow me there, although you cannot contact me there because I have private messages turned off. But if you need to get a hold of me directly, non-business related, just helicopter questions, random stuff, mm-hmm. yada, yada, whatever you want to chat about, Bert at Kammerer.name. Just like that. K-A-M-M-E-R-E-R dot name. N-A-M-E. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Cool. That's it, guys. So, so yeah. We'll see you when? We'll see you when we see you. I, I like this mini topic thing, though. So if you have small little topics like that, like yeah. send those. That's fun. That yeah. helps us fill episodes. Yeah, because yeah, we absolutely. have a main topic yeah. and then a small little... Here, get your guitar. Just play the outro now. Uh, Ready? The outro. I'm going to unmute you here. Ready? What is the outro, though? What is it? Oh, just go for it. Just kill it. Do um, it. Uh, <laughs> what happened? You got to turn this on. Okay. Hold on. Need a minute. Uh, the amp oh, you're going <laughs> to play the same shit. <laughs> No way. Still of the night fly. The, oh the, the tube amp god. is warming up. The tube oh amp. Oh my god. The tube amp. <laughs> the There's tubes. no tubes. The no tubes. tubes in my Fender GT40. Uh, all right. The Ready? Miles. All right, it should be running. It should be running. Ready? You got to increase the... There you go. Really? All right, guys. <laughs> See ya. See ya.